Welcome to the Librarian Influencers Podcast. Each week, our host, Dr. Laura Shinneman, dives deep into school library topics to help you build your skills and take charge of your own professional development. Her mission is to create an environment where librarians flourish and become lifelong learners. Now, on to today's podcast. I want to welcome everybody to the Librarian Influencers Podcast, and today I'm very excited to have Jessica Fitzpatrick with us. So Jessica, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your time in the library. Um, Hi, Uh, so this will be my eighth year in education, and I'll be starting my third year as a librarian. Yeah, so I spent two years in a middle school library, and I uh, was offered a position in a high school library in April, and I took that position. And so I'll be starting as a high school librarian, which has been my dream. Oh, wow. I'll be starting that in um, August. So I'm very excited. I was going to say, you didn't switch in April, though, did you? That would be a crazy time. No, but I can definitely say starting a new school in the middle of a pandemic and leaving the school in the middle of a pandemic is kind of scary. Yes, definitely. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I started in October um, when my, with my first job in the library. And I mean, it was just weird not having a beginning. You know, I didn't have a beginning of the year. You know, they were just already going, you know, when I got there. So that was kind of kind of unusual. But all right. So you're going to be moving to a new school, starting um, new level and everything. Uh, have you given, What kind of thoughts have you given towards what that's going to be like with the transition? I'm so excited. Uh, my high school librarian and I were actually still really good friends to this day. Uh, Ms. Wow. Rose in Rosenberg, Texas. Uh, she's amazing. Okay. She was my mentor in college. And so I've, my whole, I've always dreamt of being just like her and growing and making an influence like that to yeah. students because she was the reason I'm a librarian. How sweet. So I'm so excited to be able to be on that level and be so close to kids. I'm so excited. Okay, well, tell us a little bit about the the district where you're going to be at. Um, I'm going to, it's a district outside of Houston. Uh, I'm actually switching districts, but I knew the people that I'm going to, so it's kind of even more scary, but I'm still (laughs) helping my previous school uh, with the transition. It's it's a lot. Um, So I'm going to a, it's a Title I high school, and before the school I was at, I've always been at a Title I school. So Title I is my heart. I'm so excited. This will be my first experience as a Title I librarian. And so um, I'm ready for that. I'm I'm very ready. Great. Very good. Is is it a really large school or what's the school? It's a 6A. Okay. It's exciting. (laughs) I went to a really small school, so like high school. So it's like the school's giant. (laughs) It is. I know 6As are are gigantic. So are you on your own or will you have... I will have an aid, yes. But okay. my previous campus, I was fortunate to have an aid as well. So okay. I have that experience. That's good. Very, very good. All right. So year three is getting is what's coming. Talk about your first couple of years. What are some of the big standout memories that you have from these first couple of years? My, I was very fortunate. Uh, the library that I came to my first two years was a very traditional library. The librarian before myself was there for I don't know, 30 years at that same library. And she was very traditional. And so when she left, the principal picked me specifically because of my ideas that I had uh, to modernize it and not make such a traditional library. So I was very fortunate that 
I was able to go into this library, um, the librarian before me, she only let 15 kids in. She didn't have any type of programming. Um, she had a very set schedule. Like if you didn't, if you were even five minutes late, she wouldn't let you come in to check out books with your kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I was able to come in and change everything and it was so much fun. Uh, I was able to bring in makerspace, bring in programming and the kids loved it. The admin loved it. The teachers loved it. I was able to collaborate. The, the, I would go into the teacher's PLCs and teachers were like, why are you here? And I was like, because I want to collaborate with y'all and help y'all. And they loved that. They were, we were able to do so much collaboration and do so many fun um, projects together. And, and it was such a wonder because everything that you learn in college, I was able to apply immediately. Mm-hmm. I, I was an early childhood education major for uh, my bachelor's degree. And so there, you learn a lot in that, that you didn't really get to apply that much, you know, Mm -hmm. but everything I learned in college for my master's, I was able to apply it right away. And it was so much fun. And to like have a kind of like a blank canvas like that. Yeah, it was great. And I'm actually really sad to leave it because I don't feel like I was done. I loved everything (laughs) that I was doing there. Um, But high school high school jobs are hard to get so they're rare there's there's so few yeah you know I used to work with a region um which meant like 38 different districts and we know we would talk about the breakdown of our schools and it was really like 650 schools total half elementary and then Mm -hmm. you could just about say the other half was two-thirds middle and one-third high school you know so high school openings like you said they are rare so if that's your calling, listeners, if that's your calling, then when you see that opening, you need to go for it, for yeah. sure. All right. So, yeah. So Jessica, when you're looking back, I mean, it's only been a couple of years, but is there anything, any kind of advice that you would send to yourself back in the early days? Be aware of the change you're making. Uh, not everyone will like it or yeah. be ready to change that fast because I came in head first completely changing everything. And I had an aide and she started at the campus six months before me. And before that, she was in the oil and gas field. So she'd never really been in education before. Hmm. She was used to only having 15 kids in the library and then having a very set schedule for teachers to come and check out. So when I come in and I change everything up, I think I frazzled her. And so just to kind of be aware of that change, uh, if I go back, I definitely would have slowed down and tried to processed it with more with her she eventually got it it took her a couple months and she was like oh this is awesome I love it the kids are so happy um, but I, I've definitely made her a little stressed out for a couple months and I felt I feel really bad about that yeah. but, <laughs> but, just, but you're right though getting people's buy-in um, especially <laughs> when they're going to be working with you you know as, as a yeah. partner with you that that would be would be something helpful that's good yes that was definitely a step that I skipped that I regret okay all right Okay, so this summer, as you're thinking about that transition into the high school with your new job, what kind of things are you doing to help you get ready for that? Um, definitely, I want to focus on the mental aspect of it because this is incredibly stressful. It's stressful for adults, it's stressful for kids, mm-hmm. um, it's stressful for everybody. And I really want to focus on the mental aspect of it. At the, my previous campus, I started Mental Health Monday, so every Monday, and I stole this idea from another librarian, which is, you know, it's, that's what education what is. Do. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of modified it and made my own thing. Uh, every uh, once, One Monday a month, I would focus on mental health uh, with my students, and I offered that before school, 
during lunch and then after school and I have the counselors come in and do it with me and we do different crafts like watercolor we made stress balls bad idea don't do that with flowers <laughs> it's just disaster oh, okay. yeah. I can imagine um, so I started that at my last campus and that was before COVID and so now that COVID's happening uh I can only imagine what some of these the stresses kids are feeling, especially in the Title I schools. And we're in Houston, so most of the people in Houston, their jobs are oil and gas, and everyone's losing their jobs. And it's just such a stressful time. And I know a lot of adults are stressed, and that funnels onto the kids. I know my two children, they're, they're all constantly asking, like, when am I going to get to go back to school? And they're sad about it. Yeah. And high schoolers are able to process that a lot more. So... I've been focusing a lot on learning about how to do more mental health activities online and in person, depending because we, as of today, we don't know what we're doing mm -hmm. in August. Um, so just kind of focusing on what to do online and in person that can kind of help with mental health and okay. find different ways to distress and focus on yourself and teach yeah. the kids that. So okay. it's a big thing because I really want to kind of help with that aspect. Yeah, yeah, that's very good and, and very practical. Um, it's something that well, it'll carry over, like you said, whether we're still in a crisis, you know, or if it we're almost back to normal, we, you know, we can, we can hope. <laughs> I know, I really <laughs> hope. hope. Yeah. Okay, so you, you've had the two years now as a librarian. How did you kind of see like your impact on a campus? Like what can librarians do that's impactful on campus? On the campus level, I, 100% they tell you this in college nonstop is to go to PLCs with the ELA teachers and that was something that I worked on a lot. I went to almost every PLC my first year with the ELA teachers. Mm -hmm. My second year um, some other librarians and I in my district other middle school librarians we, we kind of like let's branch out of ELA and let's start focusing on some of the other subjects because library is not just books. We're very STEM related, very STEM focused, especially in my pre previous district. Okay. And especially with our makerspace. Um, so I started uh, every nine weeks as my district was on a nine weeks, like grading scale. Mm -hmm. Every nine weeks I would focus on a specific uh, core subject. The other subjects, if they needed, because like history, we had, uh, something called NHD so they would want to have the research and ELA you know they can't let go of me so they need me <laughs> so if they even if it was outside of their nine weeks they could still come see me and schedule lessons but for every nine weeks I would focus on going to those PLCs so the first nine weeks was ELA second nine weeks was uh, history the third nine weeks was science and the fourth what I didn't get to go to was math uh -huh. and um so, and they would come to the library for at least three lessons during that nine weeks period. And we had a really great collaborative, um, like it was so much fun. To, mm -hmm. I was a reading teacher my whole life. And even as an elementary teacher, I was core. I mean, I was uh, blocked Okay. for being a reading teacher, for just reading. I never taught science. I never taught math. <laughs> so being able to collaborate with the science teachers and do these really fun lessons that integrated literacy and our makerspace and mm -hmm. science. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, and the teachers loved it. They loved it. Okay. That was a great impact. So talk a little bit about, about that. So did, did you set up the schedule and just tell them you're coming or how, how did, how they, they scheduled me? Um, okay. They, I would, for that nine weeks, I'd be like, okay, 
um, and I'd go to all their PLCs, like for science, for an example. I would go to their PLCs and sit in all their PLCs for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And whatever they were talking about, and it's like, hey, do you want to do this with me? And then they would schedule it and just come to me. And I wanted them to come at least three times in that nine-week span. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because I didn't take one teacher that whole day. I took one teacher that whole day, not all three teachers. Okay. Like, in the for all sixth grade, you know, because yeah. I've been many kids in the library. Um, but I, so, but most of the time they would come way more than just that three times. And then I still had ELA and social studies coming in mm-hmm. um, to the library for a lesson. So it was a lot of fun and it was definitely kept you on your toes. And I was able to really create some really amazing lessons that I would never have thought of yeah. uh, previous. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I have a friend um, locally where I am that, and she would talk about how she would even reach out to people like coaches, you know, like how many times does a librarian partner with a coach? Um, But she said, there's a lot of times the coaches are needing their kids to have study skills, you know, or needing them to learn how to do research so that they can pass this class so they can play the sport. (laughs) So she, she found a really good way to get in to students. She might not have normally seen, you know, by going through Mm -hmm. coaches. I was like, oh, that's genius. <laughs> I never would have thought of that. That's yeah, awesome. the, the high school that I'm going to, the librarian before me, she's amazing. Like, she's done so many great things at this library. So I'm very excited. Um, she would co- work, have lessons with the coaches, but it'd be team building lessons. Like, so ah. they come to the library and do like team building things. I was like, that's so genius. That's so yes. smart. Yes. Like, you never think of that. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're thinking about next year, are there any special things you're already planning on or what's, what's your goals for next um, Definitely mental health. I've already talked to the counselors at my new campus and I'm probably, I've never met them in person, but they, I think they're already kind of tired of me. How much I'm like, Hey, how do you, what do you think about this? Can you collaborate with me in that? Um, that's a big thing that I'm really going to be focusing on for next year. Okay. And since I'm going to a new district, I'm trying to reach out to those librarians in that district. I got really close to librarians at my previous district. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple of them from um, like in my PLN network uh, that, so I kind of know some of them already, but I'm trying to reach out to them and kind of get the idea and feels of this new district and see what they're doing so I can collaborate with them as well. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned PLN. Let me ask you, how did, what kind of PLN is it? How did you connect with these other librarians? Instagram. I'm really, I've I've been big with Instagram since I became um, a librarian. I did it honestly because we have to do annual reports and I just (laughs) need to remind myself. I just took pictures of everything. I was like, I just need to remind myself if this, like if people, and I can steal ideas from other people, you know, because we all work together. Yeah. Um, and oh my gosh, my PLN on Instagram are some of the best ladies that I've never met. And I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, I love you. There's a, a whole bunch of them that I met once at TLA that are in the, um, like the Valley. And I was like, oh my gosh, y'all so many great ideas. And then there's another lady who's in New Jersey and through, throughout COVID, we're just constantly messaging each other and I've never met her. And I'm like, my yeah. God, like, I want to be your best friend. You just don't know it. <laughs> You're our best Twitter friends. <laughs> it, it, it's fun too when you go to conferences and you actually meet that person face to face. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no. So embarrassing. I'm very socially awkward. And uh, I went to a, a conference here. We have a conference like outside of Houston. And I guess they brought in, she's an Austin librarian, uh, like in the Austin area. 
and they brought her in and I got so excited to see her. I ran up to her and I gave her a hug and she's like, who are you? <laughs> I was like, oh no, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> I like now like I avoid her at all costs. <laughs> I'm so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll ask you later who that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's good because, and so you're right, social networking, whichever platform you're comfortable with, you know, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, whatever, awesome, awesome place to find people that are thinking like you, doing things like you want to do them, and you can really kind of spur each other on. So mm -hmm. that is awesome. All right. So things that I have heard people saying about you um, is just how much fun um, that you bring to the library. So let's talk a little bit about, about what you do. Like, what do you do to really engage with the kids in the library? Programming. Um, <laughs> I really try to make my programming kind of above and beyond the on the cheaper scale because I didn't really have that big of a budget. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I wrote grants when I was in working on my bachelor's degree for a non local nonprofit, like I just did as volunteer work. So I was able to already know how to write grants prior to becoming a librarian. So I write grants like nonstop to be able to fund all the programming that I um, want to do and that I'm doing. Awesome. I, so my programming, I, oh my goodness, it's been so many months, but it feels, I've created Lots of STEM activities. I did like Bristlebots. Um, I was able to write, write a grant to buy a 3D printer. And cool. so I would have lunch and learns during lunches and kids would come in with their lunches and I would have like kind of a, a lesson, quick lesson. Like they do, you, you know, you have lunch and learns as teachers mm -hmm. and they, I would just basically do that for the kids, but they bring their own food. And I would teach them how to design their own things on the 3D printer. I had a lunch and learn for podcasting and um, a lunch and learn for the green screen and how to make animation. Um, different programming. Um, I did on Valentine's, it fell on a Thursday or Wednesday last year. And so I had a BFF night on Valentine's. So you got to bring your best friend in and like a photo booth and a scavenger hunt. And the previous librarian had all these really giant stuffed animals, like life-size stuffed animals. I was like, I don't know what to use these for. And they weren't even like on the shelves and they wouldn't have looked, it would have been too much clutter. So I raffled those off for BFF night. And man, the kids went crazy for those giant stuffed animals. And it was also really funny watching an eighth grade boy riding his bike with a giant teddy bear on it. It was just so funny. And just doing anything to bring the kids into the library uh, and to expose them to books and not even realize it. And then like my circulation went up like insane. Wow. Yeah. You think it's just because the numbers coming in were that much higher or what do you, I what think, do you think? I, I could be, you know, the previous librarian, she only let 15 people in at a time. So that really won't help circulation. And I made it. So there was two adults in the library in the morning. So I was like, if we walk around and we had student aides working the circulation desk for us in the morning, so I was like, we can have at least 60 kids come in. And then I talked my library, my uh, principal into letting another adult in there. So we could even have a few more kids in there. Wow. So we'd walk around and kind of monitor it and have the student aides uh, run checkout. And so just having that aspect and then having constant, I had a um, teacher, ELA teachers coming in to check out books. I could be teaching lessons and those kids would be checking out books. Mm -hmm. um, and then kids would come in for programming and like, oh, and I have all my books out and they would see that like, oh, this looks interesting. Let me check it out. So just having kids in the library, they see it, they're exposed yeah. to it. 
Yeah. So when you're thinking about your high school, like what's one of the first things you're thinking about doing as you're starting out the year? Um, assuming we're face to face. Assuming you're face to face. Um, I definitely want to do kind of like an escape room for the library, for the library. Uh, I saw the shits and breakout boxes. I kind of want to integrate that in some sort of way. I had breakout boxes at my last campus, but I never did like an escape, like library kind of yeah. situation. I kind of want to do it like that and make it a competition. Um, she doesn't, we don't have a 3d printer yet, but I'm already trying to work on that. <laughs> like, the kids love the 3d printer. They love it. Like they just, they're obsessed with it. That's yeah. one of the big things um, that I'm really going to work on for programming. Definitely probably the escape and to kind of make it so they get to know me and I get to know them, um, sort of situation. Okay. That's cute. And, and you can easily substitute a digital one, you know, for yeah. that. there's really easy, you know, through Google forms or Google sites, you know, really easy ways to. That's to why I'm excited for that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, so is there anything else? That, what about with teachers? What would you do to kind of in, be engaging them at the beginning of the year? Food. <laughs> Easy. Uh, yeah, I mean, as a teacher, I loved it. I, if any time they had food, I was there. Yeah. And so as a middle school librarian for book fairs, I'd be like, hey, I, and I stole this idea was from the librarian when I was an elementary school teacher. She, anytime we did a book fair or had anything like some sort of fundraiser or she wanted to show us some, some new books or something, she would always bring like chips and queso or cookies or cake. And she, and it's soup, stuff that's super cheap, super fun. Um, and so for all my book fairs or anytime I needed anything for teachers to do to come look at something or have them, hey, let's make it a race to who turns in their books first, you know, food always food. So my plan for uh, when the school year starts, if we're like in person, is like to do like a chips and queso or cooking yeah. meet and greet type thing. Okay. And definitely go to PLCs for mm -hmm. ELA. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's cute. And I, I'm working with the university now. Um, I, you know, I retired from my previous job and I started mm -hmm. teaching full-time uh, with the university and they're doing coffee with the dean. <gasps> but but you could do that kind of thing. It'd be, it's virtual. Yeah. You know, it says bring your favorite, you know, cup of coffee and we're going to be sitting around talking about, you know, whatever. So you, you could, there's I ways to that. substitute that too. <laughs> so. That is a great idea. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when you're thinking about our, our listeners and talking about, you know, your literacy and your fun and just all the great things you're doing, what are some first steps that you recommend for people who are just starting out and they, they're really kind of lost right now? The two biggest things I can say is grow your PLN. Um, if it's Twitter or Instagram or both or TikTok, that's, I, TikTok's a new thing too. Yeah. Um, grow it. Collaborate with those librarians. Learn from them. Have them inspire you. You'll inspire them in the process. Mm -hmm. uh, so grow that and just reach out. And if you ever have any questions, I'm, I feel like librarians are the nicest people in the world. I agree. And anytime I have a question or somebody else has a question, we always ask, answer it because that's what we want to do. We want to help kids. That's our ultimate mm -hmm. goal in life. Mm -hmm. um, my second piece of advice is to j join your state organization association. Um, so I'm in Texas, so I'm part of TLA. And then I um, have, we have like regional type 
I don't know what area, area to area. Yeah. 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 Our area. That's the word. Um, so I really kind of active on that. I'm the webmaster for my area. Um, and so, and it collaborates and that the really cool thing about that, like being a part of an association, you're not just talking to other public school librarians. Mm -hmm. You're talking to public librarians. You're talking to university librarians. You're talking to special librarians and they all have different like ideas and they might not help you, but they might, and then you all can grow with each other and just growing that network. Yeah, definitely. And especially when you think about now with this COVID, if you had already had relationships with your local public libraries or in the colleges that are supporting your high schools and stuff, I mean, how awesome that would yeah. have been, that would have been a stronghold, you know, to be, to be working from during that time. So, wow. All right. So Jessica, you mentioned T your state library association. Uh, you mentioned PLNs. Is there anything else that you recommend that what you do to really keep yourself growing? Uh, just to keep learning. Yeah. Don't you never, never stop learning. Um, I like to think that if you're not growing, you're dying. So just constantly grow. I feel like I'm constantly learning if it's from another teacher, from another librarian. Mm -hmm. um, if it's, just keep learning to grab any book and read it and just learn. Yeah. So yeah. Do you have a favorite book or anything that you recommend? Um, the book whisperer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's amazing. I was very fortunate. I got to hear her speak a couple times and I kind of geeked out big time yeah. and she, she was so sweet. She like, let me geek out. <laughs> um, Eva Seymour um, for Makerspaces. She has a Maker with a Cause book. If you're okay. looking to start Makerspace, she's amazing. Uh, the nicest, most down to earth person I've ever met in my life. Okay. Um, so those those are definitely my two favorite for Great. new librarians. Okay. Well, Jessica, thanks for sharing that. You've you've had so many good ideas and practical things, you know, that, that people can tr just try right away, you know, at the beginning of the school year, anytime really. So if they want to keep learning from you, um, where can they follow you online? Where are they going to find you at? Um, I'm on Twitter at librarian fits, just like one word librarian fits. And then I'm also on Instagram at librarian underscore fits. Okay. Very good. Well, thanks again for sharing all your ideas. I look forward to following you and, and learning even more. So have a, have a great time and have a great day. Talk to you next time.